0: Hey, 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 everyone. It's me, Tamara Brown. Who am I? I am an author, blogger, website designer, as well as a publishing consultant and the host of La Diaries, Broke, Lonely, Angry, and Horny, Turning Your Mess into a Masterpiece. So today was my son's third treatment. Um, And we sat for 12 hours, and so I talked to one of his doctors, and he gave me the most profound lesson, lessons in life. And I thought about it all day, I couldn't sleep, I was sitting in the um, infusion room at Women and Children Hospital, which is Oshai, and he said something, and I just thought I'd share it. Uh, One of the things that he said was, stop stressing over people, money, and things. Stop dealing with people whose only goal is to get on your nerves. He went on to say that majority of the things are replaceable except our life and our time. Manage your life well by getting away from those who don't welcome you into their life genuinely. Don't waste time on things like worry, hate, anger, and bitterness. Fulfill every moment with good memories. Money isn't evil. Equal, equal, ah, money isn't evil. People who have it make a choice to operate in the worst way. Medicine assists in the process of healing, but love and last laughter restores people's souls. Uh, restore people's souls. So surround yourself with love and laughter as much as possible. Live in a way that you're not only fulfilling your goals, but living. Be good to yourself more than others because it will deplete you. People forget about themselves and leave a gap in their heart and soul, and then become angry because someone didn't give as much as them. Life is your story. Don't fill it with stressing over people, money, and things they are all replaceable. And so I began to think about how many times have we stressed over people, stressed over money and material things. I've learned that I've I've done all of those. OK, so I'm stressed over people. I've stressed over money and I definitely stressed over things. You know how you lose something and you can't find it and then you get pissed off. Honey, that is me. And I'm quick to blame a kid. I'm like, what did y'all kids took? <laughs> took my stuff. Y'all always in my room. And so it got me to thinking um, and especially about this one particular part about surrounding yourself with people who get on your nerves he said that he makes it a practice to not allow anyone that gets on his nerves he won't do business with anyone that gets on his nerves he won't hang around people who get on his nerves he said if they don't bring an energy of joy love and peace then they can't be around him and he said that's including family and I was like wow that is that that's i needed to hear that he said that sometimes people stay at jobs but hate their managers right and these people get on their nerves but instead of looking for a better job where there will be some peace and solace they stay stuck in fear and stay at the job that they hate the manager at so they allow them to make them miserable Because they fear that if they go to look for the next job, they won't get one that maybe pays that much or that they won't have an opportunity for something better. And as a doctor, one of the things that he he really hit on is we, we create our own mess that no matter how much medicine you give a person, How much a person exercises, no matter how much a person eats right. And when he said this, it blew my mind. He said, stress will kill you faster than cancer, heart attacks. And I was like, oh, wow. And he said, that's what kills people. is stress and worry and hate and anger and bitterness. He said, yeah, 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 they didn't eat right for 25 years. Yeah, 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 they didn't do this right for years. But what determines your life expectancy is a combination. Like you could get rid of all of that. Like you could be a size two and come in and he said he's seen it for himself. Watching people who have been under a lot of stress and a lot of pressure um, and worrying about money and worrying about things and people and their boyfriends and their husbands die quicker than a person that smoked a pack of cigarettes a day. And I thought he was joking, but he wasn't. So how many times have you stressed over something or somebody And you knew you couldn't change it. How many times have you stressed over your babies? You know, doing some things they ain't got no business doing. And you tried to fix it. And then you the one that ends up sick and, and, and all of those things. That he said that weight gain is, yes, eating bad foods. But stress is a contributor to being overweight. That stress is a contributor to depression. That stress is the number one leading killer of all men and women. And when he said that, I was like, so he said, you know why your son lives to this day? Because he doesn't stress. And he is so right. Ruben, if he does, he doesn't show it, okay? My son doesn't worry about anything. He does not give anything the time of day. Um." Uh, He is one of those people who will not allow you to um, stress him. And so I say that and I hope that I can help somebody in turning their mess into a masterpiece that sometimes we stress over things that are replaceable. He said if we stressed over our life and our happiness and our joy and our peace the way we stress over people who talk about us or gossip about us or our job that we hate or the people we hate that we would be a lot more healthier and happier. And so as I was sitting and talking to him, I've known him since my son was five or six years old. Um, He's been an intricate part of his life. I thought about watching people evolve and so a couple of things had happened. I just kind of say, you know, this is this is crazy. Um, what do I need to let go of? What do I need to uh, kick to the side? And certain things came up. And a person came up. And I was just like, but I can't because I feel guilty. I can't because they need me. And then I, I started to write a list. Of all the things that I was lacking And I was wondering Am I holding on? Should I? Should I not? Um, but the one thing That really resonated with, To me was Be good to yourself more than others Because it will deplete you And I thought, well, being good to people, that's what you're supposed to do. That's what Jesus would do. That's what um, Mahatma Gandhi did. But I realized that just as well as Mahatma Gandhi was good to others, he was good to himself. Just as well as uh, Mother Teresa was good to those, good to others, she was good to herself. She was at peace. He was at peace at all times. Um, How many times have you gone to church and you could see in your pastor or your first lady or your your life coach or your community leader be depleted? Hell, your mama, because I know I am. (laughs) Right? Your mama, no disrespect to anybody's mother, but how many times have you really looked at your mother? And realized that she did came home, she did went to work, she have washed the clothes, cleaned the kitchen, uh, cooked dinner, fried up the egg, ironed your clothes, um, ran to your school meeting, ran to your cousin's school meeting, went to the grocery store, came back from the grocery store, forgot she forgot the bread, went back and got the bread, came back. How many of you have realized that your mother is depleted? How many of you have said that, well, when I get older, I'm going to take care of my mama? And so many mothers, aunts, uncles, whoever, so many people in general wait for people to fill the gap in their heart and their soul. They wait for you to fill them up with love and fill them up with happiness and fill them up with peace and fill them up with the days that they've sacrificed because I've sacrificed for you. And though I'm not expecting it, I am expecting it. Ever work for somebody and volunteer for them or and they expect you to fill fill them up and let wait, let me clear the air. That does not mean not to fill the position, but you cannot fill the holes and gaps in people's hearts. Not even your pastor. Sorry, pastors sorry ministers, sorry life coach, sorry mamas and daddies and cousins and aunts and uncles, they cannot fill those gaps in your heart. Because usually what happens is the gap is too big to fill. Right? And I'm speaking for what I know. I'm speaking from experience. I'm speaking. I'm telling you that once that gap becomes an ocean, Right, so in the in the beginning, it's just a little slit. So somebody comes, they buy you a nice little card and some candy, they take you out to dinner. Uh, your kids cook you Sunday dinner or Mother's Day dinner, and they do all these nice and wonderful things for you. And you like, boom, I'm fulfilled. I feel good. Yes, my mama is taking care of me. Yes, everybody love me because they've been doing these things. But then that gap gets bigger. Even though people have filled it. But the next day, you run running and you're doing this and you're doing that. And you forgot to take care of something. You forgot to stop and say, hey girl, you're looking good. Now, I'm not saying for everybody, but I'm just saying. Hey girl, how you doing? Hey girl, what's up? Yo, what's up? <laughs> how you doing? You forget. You forget that you need to be tended to and that need to tend to your broke right that you need to address it right you 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 you're busy so you you forget to tend to lonely so the nice dude that asked you to go have some fried chicken and rice at the chinese store you're like uh uh-uh, girl i wait for my prince charming to come and he gonna take me to that five-star restaurant and he gonna take me to italy because my girl on facebook and my girl on instagram her man and her husband took them to Italy and honey or Italy or France or or Japan or Dubai or Brooklyn, New York, wherever it is you want to go and you waiting. So then that gap gets bigger because now loneliness, if it's not fulfilled, ladies and gentlemen, it's going to get bigger. I'm telling you, I promise I speak from what I know. Then you get pissed off. So now when you come in, now you menopausal? If you pre If you pre-period? If you PMSing? If you are EMSing? What I'm saying is that you just you just essing, right? You essing, and you find out that now I'm pissed off. So when you walk in the door, everything is wrong because the gap has gotten bigger. I'm talking about big, big. That gap is so big because you're so empty because you didn't gave everybody all of you. You ain't give yourself nothing. You ain't hugged yourself. You ain't took yourself out to dinner. You ain't did your hair in six months. You got new growth growing all over the place and that's the outer stuff. I didn't even talk about the inner stuff. You ain't even dealt with your ish. You dealt with little kiki stuff, little drink. You dealt with uh pee and them problems. You dealt with little Eminem and them problems. You dealt with everybody issues. But your own. So I think the gap bigger. Now, on top of broke, lonely, angry. Now you horny. And not only are you horny for sex, cause you don't even remember the last time you had sex. You don't remember the last time you been hugged. You ain't been you don't remember the last time you been kissed. You can't ever recall. I speak for what I know. I'm telling y'all what I I'm telling you what I've been through, what I'm still going through in some sense. And you're waiting. You're like, oh, shoot. Sugar, honey, ice tea. nobody kissed me today. Now you're 70. Now you're 80. So you say, you know what? I got to fix this horny. So I'm going I'm to go and I'm going to do everything in the community. I'm going to do everything for everybody else. Gap's still getting big. Big. Now it's the ocean. It ain't even a gap no more. Now it's the ocean. It was a lake because it went from gap. To a little pond, to a little lake. Now it's a big ocean. So you like? I'm just giving. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give to God, and you should give to God because God is, you know, he, he's he high. He high on the list. He number one, right? He's the Omega. So you, I'm gonna go and pour out. To, I'm gonna pour into people, and then you get pissed off. So now you're back to angry because they don't pour into you the way you pour into them. You pissed off. Truth of the matter is you have to take care of yourself better than you take care of others. And when the doctor said that he, he said that to me in a way of yes, be good to people. Cause I had to you know I was like, Hold up, you know, because they say you got to be yes, be good to people, but be better to yourself. Be so good to yourself that you're not doing it to fill a gap. A lot of times people do good in the community, and they do good around because they got something that's empty inside of them. Real talk. And some folks go listen to this and not like it, but it's the truth. Some people do any and everything and being all because it's just like having that nosy neighbor. That nosy neighbor, if she had something filling her gap, a broke, lonely, angry, and horny, would give two Sam's would give two cents. Sal- I would just say it, two seven bucks if you were fucking every man on the block. They wouldn't, she would, if her life was fulfilled. Right? If your nosy neighbor and everybody got one, life was fulfilled. And I'm not talking about if she could have a nice house, clean house, a garden that's pretty, laid to the side, flowers, money. But if she is unhappy and she ain't got nothing else to do. She's going to be in your business. When people have and wait for other people to fill their gap, it becomes a stressor. And when he said that to me, he said, when people wait for other people to fulfill their gap, it becomes a stressor. It becomes why in the middle of the night they come into the house. And their heart has suddenly stopped. He said he always could tell that the patient that has lived their best life and the patient that's lived for everybody else but themselves. He said it's obvious. And it's not because they look good. It's not because they are size 10. It's not because they are in perfect health and shape. He said, by the time they reach that hospital bed, he said, and every procedure that he has to do, they have slept for 24. When they come into the hospital, they'll sleep for 24 to 48 hours. They'll get up and if their blood sugar is high and do all these different things. But they go right back to sleep because their soul is tired. And I was sitting there like, wow. He said, sometimes you're so exhausted because your body is unfulfilled. Not because you haven't eaten right. He said, because there's a lot of people who do right or that are fatigued. We just can't say that because, you know, they make money off of this. But if you are stressing. It will kill you. So I, I just wanted to tell this because there's a lot of young people and a lot of people who. Don't realize that right now I'm so stressed out. I'm so worried about this. I'm so worried about that. You are worried about the things that are replaceable. So I hope today that my experience and even I am going to look at things differently and stop stressing and worrying and panicking. But really start to take an uh, interest in living. a uh, 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 interest in loving and and enjoying my life to the fullest because it's not promised and it's not replaceable once you're gone you go you know if you believe in buddha you're recardinated to something else you know you may not come back as a human if you believe in buddha you may come back as a goat you may come back as a toenail however you may come back that's what it is what it is But in this process, and while you're living and waking up, do the things that enjoy. So I came home, and I instantly turned on the music. I usually go straight into work mode. I got some headphones, I put them headphones in, and I just vibed out on my own to de-stress. And I found that it works. He said the first thing that people do nowadays is wake up and go to work. He said the first thing you need to do is look for your joy, your peace, and your love for the day. So that's what I'm telling you. Look for your peace, your love, and your joy today. My name is Tamara Brown. Who am I? I am an author, blogger, website designer, as well as a publishing consultant and the host of Blog Diaries. Thank you for listening to me today. You can follow me on Twitter at Tam write. You can follow me on Instagram, Tam write 39 and Facebook. Sam loves to write. I hope that I inspire, encourage, and empower you today to turn your mess into a masterpiece. Bye-bye.